Brace yourself and buckle up. You are about to hear a life-changing, history-making, world-defining message from the New Birth Podcast. Tell everybody you know, things will never be the same. Mark chapter 6, verse 30 and 31. Mark chapter 6, verse 30 and 31. Once you found it, won't you say, I got it? The apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and taught. Then because so many people were coming and going, they didn't even have a chance to eat. He said to them, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. They've been doing all kind of teaching and preaching, but never did self-care. Jesus said, I need you to just go sit down somewhere and get some rest. You may be seated. I want to preach for a little while uh, today. Uh, I had to do something. I had to do something. Would you look at the person beside you and tell them I really didn't want to get involved, but I had to do something. Look at the person on the other side. Tell me it wasn't even my job description, but I had to do something. Tap the person in front of you and tell them, and nobody asked me to do it. I just had to do something. I had to do something. When I was a little boy, the Incredible Hulk was my hero. I marveled at how David Banner was celebrated with anger management issues and could revert back to a calm demeanor as if total destruction had not just taken place at his hand. As I grew a little bit older, my hero became uh, Dr. J. It wasn't just his imposing afro, his athletic agility, but I remember in the interview he had with the late Howard Cosell, who asked him, how did you get your name? And Julius Irving said, it's because of how I operate. My looming all-time heroes have uh, always been my parents. So, enamored by my mother's intercession, her articulation, her diction, my dad's natural magnetism and Christ-like compassion. However, I noted something after the pandemic. It dawned on me that the umbrella reserved for heroes has become a tent. An S has been placed on the chest of all healthcare workers, all bus drivers, all service workers, all first responders, all school teachers, and even Uber drivers. 
As critical thinkers, I wanted to ask you out loud today, is it actually heroism when you are exercising what you agree to? Is it heroism, hear this, if you are paid to do it? And should you be called a hero if it falls in the line of your call of duty? Dr. King, another one of my heroes said that anybody can be great because anybody can serve. In maturity, I understand that heroes don't have to wear masks or capes or basketball uniforms. They just have to be willing to help people and to help people at the risk of compromising themselves. They have found through data that if plenty of people are around, the bystander effect kicks in. If there are a lot of people around and there is a crisis, people are less likely to become involved, engaged, or intervene. But if left alone with a person in despair, you are more prone to come to the rescue. A crowd, a maddening crowd watched Jesus get whipped. A crowd watched him get spat upon. A crowd was there when they gambled for his clothes. There was somebody who was in the crowd who watched it happen and said nothing. Did nothing. Didn't try to prevent it. Because they lost their voice being in a crowd. First time that Luther Vandross went to the Apollo Theater, he was booed and heckled and Coca-Cola was thrown on the stage. There had to have been somebody in the theater who actually enjoyed his voice. But because of the crowd, they said nothing. They didn't try to intervene. They didn't try to stop. They did not try to quell the yell. Little Rock Nine were on, en route to integrate Central High School in Little Rock, Arkansas. People were all around them, booing them and trying to prevent them from going through the door. Are you telling me it wasn't just one person who was willing to say something? Speak up for these young people's behalf. Be a witness be an ambassador, be a conduit, be a protector, but nobody would say anything. And you wonder why there are a lot of people who don't like crowds. Because people will step over you for their own escape. So a lot of people now stay to themselves because they don't trust the crowd. Dr. Benjamin Elijah Mays said, I'd rather go to hell by myself than follow a crowd going to heaven. Sometimes you gotta get away from the crowd 
to find who you are. Sometimes you got to get away from the group just to enjoy your own company. Sometimes you got to be at peace that I ain't got to go with everybody else. I am fine at home. If the truth be told, very few people consider themselves heroes. Not that many of you in this room think of yourself as a hero. Even when you had to do the unfathomable just to preserve yourself. How you don't see yourself as a hero when you fought cancer by yourself? How you don't see yourself as a hero when you walked away from a relationship just to save your self-esteem? How you don't see yourself as a hero when people beat you down but you still keep your head up? How do you not see yourself as a hero? Your life does not look like what they predicted it was going to look like. How you don't see yourself as a hero? You pulled yourself together when you were falling apart. How do you don't see yourself as a hero? You talked yourself out of not committing suicide. How do you not see yourself as a hero? with all of the dysfunction of your childhood you still got a balance of sanity how do you not see yourself as a hero you ain't never made enough money but the lights always been on your children always eating you gotta see yourself as a hero you are a hero because you rescued yourself you removed yourself. You restored yourself. I need you to look at the person beside you and tell them you ain't sitting beside somebody regular. I'm more than a conqueror. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I need you to look at your neighbor, tell them half the people in this church couldn't survive the pressure that I've been under. Most of the folk that are talking about me got no idea what it took just for me to get out of the bed. It's a bird, it's a plane, no, it's me. I got out of the bed this morning and I woke up with my mind intact. I am a modern day hero because I jumped over obstacles and I was able to endure status quo. I was minimized and undervalued by people who were supposed to love and protect me. You got no idea whenever I get dressed in the morning and it ain't a jail jumpsuit or an insane asylum outfit. It is a meaning that I am a hero. If you don't believe me, I need you to know I was supposed to die twice but I got up with everything that's in me and said to every demonic principality no weapon that is formed against me shall be able to pass come on lay hands on yourself say I am a hero I survived a lot I endured a lot I fought through a lot and I'm still standing. If you know I'm talking about you, would you give God glory? 
Come on, I need some super friends. Come on, open up your mouth. If you know you are a curse breaker, if you know you are a history maker, if you know you are a world changer, where are the superheroes? Hallelujah. You may be seated. I wasn't reading a DC comic book. I wasn't watching ESPN or thumbing through a medical journal, but I was revisiting the book of Mark and I stumbled into the sixth chapter where Jesus was in an intensive life coaching class. He was going from city to city, pouring into masses, ordaining apostles, furthering the gospel. And the Bible said they had been at it so long that day and night had happened. Here he is teaching, he's pouring, he's sharing, he's investing, and people, the Bible says, are coming and going. I'm telling you, when you got a pure heart and got clean hands, you don't have time to chase down the people that left. Y'all ain't saying nothing. You just got to thank God for those that stayed because those that stayed really had an ear for what you were trying to accomplish. I don't know where y'all are. Some of y'all are acting like you in witness protection, but would you give God glory for the folk who left before you took off? Now, now I don't owe you nothing. Now I can do it without having any reservation. Now I can be what I was born to be. I'm grateful for those who stayed. He's doing all of this pouring, advancing the church, advancing the kingdom, anointing apostles, and people are leaving him, and new people are coming into his life. And the day had gone by, hear this, that they didn't even realize that they had failed at self-care. I'm not even talking to you, I'm talking to somebody a row behind you who has spent so much energy trying to help other people that they've done so at the neglect of themselves. You deserve to be satisfied. Y'all ain't saying nothing. All of the love that you have given out needs to start coming back to you. You are too good of a person. Y'all ain't saying nothing. You have been too noble in your intention to fall apart at the hand of trying to make other people come together. But God told me to tell 50 of y'all that don't mind shouting. He said, before April is over, I'm going to do some things to take care of you. I saw what you did for other people, but you deserve to be spoiled. You deserve to be treated. You deserve to be taken care of hand and foot. This is your week for self-care. The Bible says um, that he had done all that teaching, all of that preaching, and didn't even realize that he hadn't eaten. Didn't even realize that he hadn't taken any time for rest. And you probably will recognize the rest of this story if I had not stopped reading the verse so early. But what you'll note in the preceding verses is this is where uh, 5,000 people have gathered. 5,000 people, watch this, and that's not even including women and children. 
I need you to notice something in this text that arrests me that I needed you to see. What is amazing is there's 5,000 of them, but nowhere do I have any evidence that the disciples are hungry. Nowhere does it say the disciples are hungry. And because you graduated from Sunday school, you already know this miracle. This is not a spoiler alert. Uh, but nowhere do you ever find uh, that when Jesus performed the miracles, that did any of the disciples eat it? I want to go a step further. You'll notice that at no moment in this passage does Jesus ever consume it. So the disciples don't eat, and Jesus doesn't eat. And there are 5,000 people, not including women and children, and they're hungry. I told you that when there is a crowd, it is less likely for somebody to stand up to be a hero. This is not a crowd. This is a mass of 5,000. They haven't even counted the women and the children. And might I suggest to you humbly that somebody in the crowd must have pulled the disciples aside. Somebody in the crowd pulled one of the disciples aside and said, we hungry. Y'all doing all of this teaching. Y'all doing all of this anointing. Y'all doing all of these services. We are hungry. Now notice they've been there all day. 5,000 of them, they're under the Palestinian sun that averages between 112 and 117 degrees a day. They're dehydrated. There is no water. But in that crowd, watch this, only one of the 5,000 has the nerve to speak for the group. I think I've lost you. Only one spoke, but 5,000 are hungry. Now, because one lifted their voice, it started putting stuff in order for a miracle to happen for 5,000. Y'all get ready to miss it. He was not the only one in need. But 5,000 other people needed what he needed. But they kept their mouth shut. I better say something because I feel like I'm losing you. Worshippers are the real heroes. Y'all are getting ready to miss it. I said worshipers are the real heroes. Because when I lift my voice about what my need is, 5,000 other people who are dealing with the same thing will get their need met at the same time. Look down your row and tell your row, I told y'all I'm a hero. When I shout in this church today, 5,000 people are going to get a better job. When I scream today, 5,000 children are going to get college scholarships. When I open up my mouth, 5,000 bodies are going to get healed. I don't need everybody to do it, but if I got any heroes in the building, would you lift up your voice saying, God, why? Hallelujah. You may be seated. Thank you, Holy God. You may be seated. I'm almost where I'm going. You may be seated, please. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Musicians, let me walk by myself for just a moment. You may be seated, please. One of them, 
came to the disciple and spoke on behalf of the 5,000. Hallelujah. You may be seated. I only need, uh, would you be seated for just one moment? I got to show you something. I need to show you something. Please, I got to show you something. The three of y'all, I need to show you something. All right. Um, I only need uh, one person on every row to stand. That's all I need. One person. All right, I'll make it easier because too many of y'all trying to take over the ship. Uh, let, me, let me have the person who's sitting on the end of the row stand. Whoever's sitting on the end of the row stand. One per row. Thank you so very much. Thank you so very much. Thank you so very much. All right. Those of you who are standing, you all are the designated uh, shouters for today. You may be seated. I'm coming to get you in a minute. You be seated for just one moment. Be seated. I'm getting ready to pull you into active duty in just one moment. Okay. It's 5,000, not including women and children, and it only took one person to lift their voice. When that one person lifted up their voice, Jesus starts going into action and said, I heard what the request is. What do you have? Y'all ain't saying nothing. Because one person lifted up their voice. God starts moving to make sure whatever needs are on that road are getting ready to be met. I feel bad for y'all if you ain't got somebody sitting in your section that don't mind screaming on your behalf. God, I can't hear nobody. I'm waiting on my heroes to show up. God, you know what we need. You know what we're standing in the need of. You know what's happening with my son. You know what's going on with my daughter. I gotta lift up my boy because I don't want nobody else. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. You may be seated. I feel God right here. You don't even know what just happened. When you shouted, God started lifting resources up. When you started screaming, God began multiplying it. When you lifted up your voice, he started giving blessings away. I don't know who needs a miracle, but here's your shout. God said you'll have it by sundown. Before you go to bed tonight, whatever you need. Hallelujah, I got to go, but I just need to hear one sound in this room. Would you just open up your mouth and just cry out under God like you need emergency intervention? just need to scream right here. I feel it, I feel it, I feel it. I feel it, I feel it, I feel it. Hey, where am I screaming? I don't need the whole church. I just need one on every row. Hallelujah. Every need will be met. 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 Every need. Will be met. Every need.
You may be seated. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy God. Come on, my son. Hey. Thank you, Holy God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Thank you. They're hungry. It's 5,000 of them. Watch this. And the 5,000 are adults. I don't want you to miss this. They are able-bodied adults. It's 5,000 of them. I don't want you to miss this. And they're hungry. And they haven't eaten all day. And there's one little kid walking around with a fish sandwich. There's two fish, five loaves of bread, surrounded by 5,000 hungry adults. Y'all are missing this. I'm, I'm trying to help you to see the gospel through a ghetto eye. All right. Two fish, five loaves of bread, held by a little boy, surrounded by 5,000 adults. Any one of them, I need you to hear this, any one of them could have snatched the lunch from them. Any one of them could have beat them down, could have took it. Any one of them could have manipulated them, said, hey, I'm a friend of your mother. She said for you to give me half of that sandwich. <laughs> Come on and get in the van. I got a lollipop. <laughs> could have done anything to take it, but they made up in their mind, watch this, in this season of my life, I don't want to be a part of anything immoral to get my needs met. God, I can't hear anything. I don't want to compromise my integrity just because I'm hungry. This is for 300 screamers. Watch this. You struggling, but you don't have to. You could have did some other stuff, but you said, I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. People have no idea you chose your struggle. I ain't got to struggle like this. I ain't got to live like this. My kids don't even have to be in this place. But because my standard of excellence is so high, I'm not going to just take anything from anybody. I want God to give it to me. And God said, because you've been faithful over a few things, I'm getting ready to make you ruler over many. I don't know where you are, but if you're in this room and there's been a rough season for you, but you found out he will supply. Oh! All of my needs. Be seated for the last time today. Thank you. Be seated for the last time today. If you'll indulge me, please, uh, I want you to take that neighbor by the hand. Indulge me for one moment. I know you don't like holding hands. Just hold it light. Just hold it light. Amen. Musicians, you can put your foot on the brake. I want to be consistent with the text um, because in the text, uh, they're not in church and there are no instruments. They just sitting outside. Jesus says, I am going to perform the miracle 
but I'm not going to do it. Read it when you get home. I'm not going to do it until they're seated. God help me. And I don't want them just seated. I want them seated in sections. God help me. I want them, I want them seated in sections. Watch this, because I'm going to bless them in sections. God, I can't hear nobody in here. I, all I need them to do is be seated. They, they ain't got to do nothing but be seated. Watch this. And I'm going to do the rest. Hallelujah. Because I, I need them right now. They don't need to be heroes. They just need God to be God. And if they let me do my job, they ain't even got to work it. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I need you to look at your neighbor and say something big is getting ready to happen. Something big. Your neighbor's hand is in your hand. Those of you who are online, my hand is connected to yours. I'm getting ready to go. Watch this. Jesus tells the disciples, have them seated by sections. Those of you that graduate from vacation Bible school, you already know the text from here. He takes the bread. He lifts it up. He blesses it. He breaks it. Then he gives it away. And every time he does it, it multiplies. We get excited for the first ones that get the fish. We get excited for the first ones that get the bread. But I'm trying to figure out how long you think it takes. God help me. To multiply two fish, five loaves of bread to meet the need of 5,000. I'm getting ready to get out of here. So the people who are in this section start getting restless. Because the ones who were in this section, they got it first. And the ones in this section had to watch them eat. And the ones in this section trying to figure out, is it going to run out? God, y'all ain't saying nothing in here. So a rumor starts happening. A rumor started, don't you let that neighbor's hand go. I said a rumor starts happening on the camp and they start saying something. God help me. They start saying something and it's only, uh, it's only uh, four words. It's only four words. And the four words that start going through the camp are it's on the way. Uh, now, I'm almost finished. I need you to pull on whoever's hand you're on. And tell him, I know you've been waiting a long time. I know you need God to do something. But he had me to sit next to you to make an announcement over your life. It's on the way. Now, I don't need everybody to scream. But those of y'all that know it is my time now, would you loose that neighbor's hair and give God your best shout like it's already... I'm in the text. Somebody just shout, it's on the way. It's on, it's on the way. I want to make a prophetic declaration and then I'm gone. The prophetic declaration is the disciples told Jesus, send them away. Don't feed them nothing. Send them away. Let them go by it on their own. Send them away. 
Jesus took the two fish, five loaves of bread, and made the disciples serve them. Y'all missed it. The people who tried to block your blessing are getting ready to starve in this season. I can't hear nobody who ever didn't want you to have it. God is going to give it to you in their face so that you can understand what God has for you. He makes the disciples feed them. Then he makes the disciples clean up. I'm going to go to my opening argument. My opening argument uh, was, are you really a hero if this is what you're supposed to do? Are you really a hero when it is within your call of duty? Are you really a hero, watch this, when you know that this is your assignment? And something crazy happens that the one who spoke up for the 5,000 has to turn himself in that his motives are not completely altruistic. He is not doing it just for the 5,000. He or she is lifting their voice because they got to eat too. Oh, y'all are missing it here. See, some of you have become so self-deprecating that you only know how to look out for others and you never know how to find your voice for yourself. But God said in this last scream of the day, I don't want you shouting for your children. They're going to be all right. I don't need you to yell for your best friend. I got them in my hand. I don't need you to holler for a relative. I'm telling you, I am a healer. But in the last shout of the day, would you give God glory for what you need? I, I, I need something. Come on. Hey. Come on, open up your mouth for whatever your need is. God, you know what my need is. Y'all shouting like you don't believe your needs are going to get met. Lift up that hand. I want to pray for superheroes who are in this room. Superheroes that are online. No wonder the enemy's been trying to silence you. Your voice is strong enough to transform 5,000 lives. Your witness will impact an entire generation. What you have to say will shape policy. It is going to redirect people who thought there was no hope. Let me clear my throat. God needs me to raise my voice because there are 5,000 people who are depending on me. Y'all didn't hear what I just said. 5,000 girls will never be the same if I ever talk about what I endure. 5,000 young men who never had a father are going to be a better man than they ever dreamed or imagined because of what God put on my life. Lift up that hand. I want to pray for you. Have you ever asked a hero, what made you run into that burning building? What made you pull that baby out of that car? What made you 
pulled them off the bridge before they committed suicide. What made you stay with them all night? While they were relapsing off of drugs. The only thing that a hero will tell you is I wasn't even thinking. I just moved into duty. Because I knew what I was born to do. I speak of every lifted hand that God will anoint you to rescue people. That God will use you to pull people out of poverty. Pull people out of low self-esteem. Pull people out of self-hate. Pull people out of toxic relationships. I speak of every lifted hand that your influence is now enlarged. People are going to listen to what you have to say. Your opinion matters. Your thoughts are valuable. Speak over every lifted hand that God is going to use you first to rescue family members. Because there's somebody in your family that needs to be saved, needs to be pulled out, and God's going to use you. Those of you who are in this room who are modern day 21st century post-pandemic heroes. Would you open up your mouth and give God glory even now? That's terrible. That's the only cheer you get for yourself? History books are gonna write about you. That's the only cheer you gonna get for yourself? They're gonna have to update your name on Wikipedia. Generations are gonna rise up and call you blessed because of what's on your life. I wanna say it to you in full transparency. They may not know how much of a hero you are until you die. The same nation that killed Dr. King gave him a holiday. They didn't value his life, but only honored him after death. A real hero doesn't need recognition. Come on, I can't hear nobody. I said a real hero don't need their name called. Watch what your grandmother said. If I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or with a song, it's only then and my living is not in vain. I want to open this altar for superheroes who don't even know who you are. The Temple of Justice had a vote and they, they didn't want Batman to be a super friend. They didn't want Batman to be a super friend. Watch this, y'all, because uh, Batman has no powers. All he has is expensive gifts from his father. Can't run fast, he can't fly. But his father, watch this, after death, gave him everything he needed. There are people who think you are normal. They think that you are average. Think you run at a mill. Think that you are just like them. But they don't know after the death of Jesus, 
I got gifts that you don't even know about. The favor on my life is unfair. I'm telling you, you're walking on air. I don't know where my superheroes are, but I need you at this altar. I, I, I need you to join this church. I need you to give your life over to God. I need you to realize that there is something that I need God to do for me. I hope you are energized that you don't need an energy drink. What you just heard should have you off and running, chasing your dreams, pursuing your purpose, and answering your call. If this was a blessing, share it with somebody else. Don't be selfish. This is what God gave you so that you can be a blessing to somebody who needs it worse.